So you guys are probably super excited during orientation right now. I know that most of us were probably feeling really excited. Um, but me as an introvert, I was a little overwhelmed. How did you guys feel during orientation? I wasn't. I was very nervous. I remember actually being late that day. And the being, first day? Yeah. And being stressed out that I was late. So I'm like running towards um, HSEB, like in my heels, like, because we have to, it was a business formal, basically, that we And had it was at 7.30 a.m. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was an, at an ungodly hour. Like, who gets that early? <laughs> For orientation. For orientation. And I get there, and it was fine because it was just that, like, breakfast portion. And so I see all these people, and I automatically go... Oh my God, that's a lot of people <laughs> that I don't know. And so I get a little bit of like, um, social anxiety when I see a lot of people that I don't know and I like need to socialize and like get to know people. But you know what? The first person that I saw was Ali, who was like the nicest person in our class. And so like I felt a little like at ease yeah. when I, when I started talking to him. But yeah, that was my first impression of, of, first day of orientation at least so i actually um was a part of second look day which is just like a like you you know just checking out schools before you confirm if you're going there i was definitely going to the u so um i remember that i was really excited for first day of school because i had made a new friend lean Samha, who's actually <laughs> one of my best friends in medical school Aww. so i was like so so excited I feel left out of this love sure, right that's now me. <laughs> <laughs> so i was like so excited and i was like this is going to be a great start to a new year. Although I was nervous when I got into med school because a lot of my friends had already gotten in yeah. in the years ahead. But you know what? I was like, I can learn a lot from new people in my life. So I was like so excited. Yeah, I regret not going to Second Look Day because I feel like a lot of like friendships had already been like forged. And so I was kind of coming in as the new person and I was like, oh, no, where do I belong? <laughs> that kind of feeling but you know it all worked out in the end uh for me orientation week was um there were some fun aspects they took us to the the rope course which oh i was forgot a about the huge rope personality oh gosh. that was so fun yeah okay i yeah okay I i'll agree get, with you that the rope course was pretty fun it was pretty fun yeah it, was, it made Team me building. realize how much i was out of shape because i could only get up to the second step and i'm like that's it we're done <laughs> but um there was a lot of information thrown at us, and I was just stressed that I'm, I'm not going to remember it all, and you're not going to remember it all. Um, and I think we came to realize that, yeah, they're going to tell you everything about everything you can do in med school, but you're going to get it step by step as you go. So don't freak out about that. For me, about orientation week, it was kind of my first time actually getting out of a small town and actually realizing that this is where I'm going to have to start rebuilding myself. And that was, you know, that kind of stressed me out a little bit, but it was also very exciting. Um for me, I came from Southern Utah as a Middle Eastern person, so I really had to, you know, establish, you know, um, who I was over there in order to, for people to, you know, in order to communicate with people and build bridges with people. And now coming to Salt Lake, it was more of a, oh my gosh, I have to rebuild all those bridges again, you know? And so that was a little bit stressful for me. But as it went on, you start to realize how wonderful your classmates are and how open-minded and how, how much experience as each of them have. I mean you know, you think you have experiences and then you talk to other people and you're like, wow, I can't believe like you did what? You did this research? You had this many publications? This is, it's amazing. You have so, you have very experienced and very talented classmates. 
Um, yeah, Aline, I think that's a really important insight is that I um, you really start to realize how valuable your own background is and how empowering it is to be with such a great cohort of students that all have such unique experiences. And, and honestly, I don't think I made really good close friends until a month or two in. So don't feel like a loner if you can't make friends or you're not making friends in the first week. I um, I'm not quick to make friends. So do what is in your comfort zone and take baby steps if you need to. I agree with that. I think that um, for me, I always take a kind of a backseat when it comes to like, you know, making friends and like just testing out the temperature. But you also have to kind of put yourself out there. Like if people are, you know, meeting up, having drinks, whatever, hanging out, like, you know, you should go to those things and, and, and get to know your classmates outside of school. Um, and that's how friendships form and that's how you'll build these like relationships um, with with your peers. Yeah. And I will also add, like, it's it's important for you um, to take your time to like see. I mean, I think it's, you know, when you create friends, it's usually through shared interests. But for that to happen, it's like really nice to talk to people and kind of know where they're coming from, know about their backgrounds. And I think that um, that's just like a natural progression towards friendship. Mm -hmm. And don't get used to the lunches every day during orientation week and breakfast as well. Oh, no, that that won't that won't go on. You're going to have a lot of money coming out of your pocket for food (laughs) and Starbucks. Pretty soon you'll be scouring your emails for, you know, the student interest groups and what lunches they'll be bringing because, you know, you're sick and tired of like paying for food or bringing food from home. Um, Another big part of starting med school is how are you going to study? Right. I mean, ever since you wanted to go into med school, people are like, wow, you must be so smart. You know, you know how to study very well. And. You'll come to find out um, you're very smart, but your study habits are going to change drastically, especially, you know, from phase one to phase two. So from foundations is what you start off with when you come into med school. And then starting in January, you start phase two. Um, I realized for me, uh, coming from a chemistry major background, we really didn't care about the we cared about more of like the chemical processes and not like the miscellaneous information that came with the chemical processes. So I almost naturally trained myself to ignore certain parts of information. And then as well, coming from a science background, I also trained myself, you know, to not really focus on the social science aspect of school in a sense. And so when we were thrown with ethics and um, EBM was kind of I that was also a different whole situation. I never studied any statistics or any research methods or anything like that. So, you know, and then now you have to learn every little nitpicky thing about um, a certain drug or a certain disease that your brain automatically tunes out. That was a really hard transition for me. I had to rewire my brain to say, okay, now you can't really ignore this little piece of information because it's not relevant to your major. Now you actually have to include it in as well as other things as well. Um, and so that took me quite a while to actually get used to on how to do it. I still to this time, to this day, I'll be reading through a book. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's not important. I'm like, wait, why, why is that not important? And I'll have to go back and reread it. Um, as well as I would, my biggest suggestion would be was to utilize the academic student success center. Um, they helped me immensely figure out how to retrain myself to restudy in a sense, um, for me, you know, they also help you try to figure out what kind of learner you are. And that was never something that I really focused on. Yeah. Um, I think to go along with that, basically, like there are a lot of resources out there. And I think you you all should you should not be afraid to utilize them. Um, these people are 
actually here to help you succeed. They are getting paid for their jobs. And also, we're not having to spend money out of our pocket to utilize these resources. And I will agree with Lean. I think that the Academic Resource Center is a big um, source of that. Also, um, along with a point Lean talked about, about study habits, I think it's really important that you find what works for you and be okay if you're making mistakes. I mean, that's exactly what the first year of med school is all about is figuring out what works for you. And just a pro tip, um, I think it's really important to utilize tutors if you can, because when I was in an undergrad, you know, people would be like, people use tutoring if you're not like smart enough. But I think Tutoring is so important because it really helps you understand concepts in much simpler terms. I think the strongest part about the tutoring program here is the tutors are med students that have already gone through the curriculum. So professors and doctors that teach lectures, they teach lectures in a way that makes sense to them, but they don't really take the perspective of a student in their mind. But if you have a tutor who is a student, they teach you like a student. And I think really that is one of the things that I learned towards the end of med school, um, first year of med school. But this is something I'm saying you guys should start right from the beginning so you're successful. I definitely agree with that. We all utilize the tutoring services here, and I think we've all been really grateful and wish we started that earlier one thing you'll notice in orientation is you're going to probably get overloaded with resources to use, all the apps to download, all the books to buy. And one tip of advice I would give you is use the first semester as kind of a testing ground. Don't be afraid to do a 30-day trial of one of those apps and if and see if you like it. If it doesn't work, go ahead and ditch it and try something completely new. First year or first semester is built that way. And you'll be so grateful when you start second year or second semester knowing which, which apps work for you and which don't. I would just avoid trying to do them all at once. That was what one mistake I made. I agree with that. I think I switched up my studying habits and foundation like every other exam just to kind of see what stuck with me the most. Um, and I think that was probably one of the best advice that I got from a former second year when I was a first year was to just foundations is made so that you can figure out how you learn the best. And you take your exam and you see where your strengths and your weaknesses are and what if what you're doing is working. Um, and of course, academic success um, helps you with your figuring out what your weaknesses is what you can do to, you know, uh, alleviate some of the areas where you are struggling. Um, so definitely utilize those resources. They're there for a reason. Another thing I think they don't tell you during orientation is who's in your corner. We have a lot of really great faculty members here at the U who are really rooting for you. Uh, do you guys have any um, input on who are your favorites? Um, definitely Foundations of Medicine course directors are awesome, Dr. Pippin, Dr. Moore. I think that you could basically talk to them about anything, whether it's school-related or not. Um, and they do a really good job of kind of, like, telling you not to stress out. Like, you know, everyone is smart in med school, and we tend to, like, freak out over stupid things. And, you know, we get this idea in our heads that we have to be absolutely perfect, and they're really good about, like, talking you off the ledge and just kind of, like, taking things in stride. 
Um, I also noticed uh, some uh, more people that are in your corner that you wouldn't really see have assigned roles are actually your um, upper classmates. I um, I got an opportunity to um, talk to them and they really gave great insight and great advice. I know you're going to be bombarded with a million things. So maybe take that advice slowly, like maybe your second or third week be like, I forgot what they spoke about. So go talk to them. And I think that they can give you good advice so you could be successful in both your classes and hopefully even in your career. And to add on, um, if to the people in your corner, if you have anything going on in your life um, or maybe have been having headaches or feel sick, something that interferes with your studying, don't be afraid to talk to any professor or Dr. Stevenson, Dr. Lindsley, and let them know because they're a really good resource for helping you or just knowing what you're going through. And and that makes a big difference in your um, progression and, and success in medical school. So don't be afraid at the earliest sign to talk to somebody. And I think um, Dr. Vo is a huge part of that because she's in charge of the whole wellness center. So if there's any type of thing that's interfering with your studying, be it headaches, be it being stressed out, feeling anxiety or even depression, um, there it's a great resource to use. Definitely. So I guess now we should talk about what to expect for your first exam. Um, basically, the the schedule is every two weeks you have an exam. Um, and so you don't really, I, at least in my experience, I didn't really know how to study for med school. So I was kind of just doing what I always did, which is just review the notes and hope all, all is well. Um, and I think I stressed myself out too much because we had white coat ceremony on a Friday and then our first exam was the Monday after that. And so it was kind of hectic trying to like get all this family time in and, and study over the weekend. Um, but I will tell you this, it's not as bad as you think it is going to be in your head. So stop psyching yourself out. I think that's the biggest advice that I can give to anyone. You'll do fine. And I think you guys might be lucky and actually have um, white court ceremony on a, I think yours is on a Monday and it's actually not on a quiz day. So that'll be really different for you. I think another thing is don't be afraid um, to do, you know, everyone has the potential to do amazing on their first exam, but it's something new. So it sometimes takes time to get used to. I remember in every single unit, my first exam score is always the least. I think I even failed my very first test and I was feeling really nervous about it. But I think don't lose hope and just get better from there. I think the other thing that surprised me is that um, so after you take your exam, you basically get a histogram of how everybody did. Um, I just want to let you guys know that you are all medical students. Everybody in your class is smart. So the averages are going to be a lot higher than what you're used to in undergrad. Um, so I think that can put a downer on some people, but I don't think that should be the case. I think it should be a testament on, on how smart you guys are and how like brilliant the class is. Um, and I think that that should be an opportunity to kind of utilize, you know, students in your own class to see what exactly they're doing to study. Um, maybe they have better strategies or strategies that you haven't even thought of using, you know. So I think I just want to kind of go around and see what you all thought about um, you would tell yourself if you could go back a year ago. What would you tell yourself? So, Lean, do you want to start with that? 
So maybe for me, one thing I would tell myself a year ago was is um, enough stressing about stressing. And actually, you know, if you do the work, you'll get it done, you know. Mm -hmm. Also, don't be afraid to use resources around you. Don't be afraid of uh, group study. That was a big one I was really refraining from. I've never done group study in undergrad or anything. So I thought that was also that's one thing I would tell myself a year ago. Like, you know, don't be afraid to utilize your friends and study with your friends. And um, it actually makes it for more active learning. I would build off that too, Lean. And, and don't be afraid to try something you've never tried before in your study habits. But don't download everything all at once. Try one thing. And if it doesn't work, try something completely new. And don't be afraid of change. And don't be afraid of failing. I think one thing for me is um, now that going to class is optional for the most part. You don't have to actually be there to get the material. So don't feel like you have to. If you think you could utilize that time in a more effective way, like for me, I thought I could better, like I could use the time that I would be in lecture to study and watch the, the, the lectures online in double speed. Like that's something that was more helpful for me than to, you know, sit there for the whole hour listening to the lecture I could do it in 30 minutes um I think another thing is um don't be so hard on yourself you're smart you can do this it's been done before um and if you do need help reach out to someone um there's all there's always a you know a helping hand and a listening ear nearby and I think some couple of things I would tell myself um from last year are Things that maybe I are kind of like more philosophical, you could say, is one is you are the best you and there's things about you that got you here and just know those are your strengths. Um, that doesn't mean I have to be the best in Bushra's strengths. I need to be the best in Margot's strengths. I just need to be the best me. Second is it's it's important in that same way that don't compare yourself, but also know that you actually can have a competition even within your own self to push yourself forward. And finally, a thing I think I would tell myself a year ago is enjoy this. Enjoy your first year. Enjoy meeting new people. Enjoy your food. Enjoy life. Enjoy everything about it because, um, you know, live in the, living in the moment is a way to be the most active in that space. So e- w- either when it's your studying or when you're like hanging out with your friends. I so love I love that because <laughs> I think we get transfixed on school all the time, but you're allowed to have a life outside of medical school, despite what everyone else has been telling you your entire life. Med students have lives. Med students do things. A lot of our classmates go skiing. They go hiking, watch movies, hang out, whatever it is. Take some time away from school to be a normal person. That's so right. Wellness is studying, guys. Part of school is keeping taking care of yourself and enjoying life, taking time to study. I always tell myself that studying is, or sorry, exercise is part of studying because if I don't get outside and at least walk or something, then I won't be able to focus on my studies. So think of wellness as part of your study plan. So while we were... Um talking through this podcast there's been a live poll going on on facebook about the class vitals so it's generally the atmosphere about how we feel about the class as of this week um we just had our step one intro lecture so they told us what's coming for us in the future the 
terrifying step one. Right now, we're looking like we're mostly stressed. Um, we also have a feeling that we forgot everything, as well as there's general anxiety and anxiousness um, about step one, which I guess... I think it's pretty normal, Pretty right? normal, right? Yeah. It's pretty normal because, it's, you know, it's the big test at the end of second year. So, and this is the first time we're actually getting like a talk through about it. But I'm not going to be thinking about that until January, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but what I would add is if we had taken this poll on Monday, everybody would have said they were excited to be back and see all of our new faces. Oh, all of our friends again. <laughs> So just take that with a grain of salt. Monday was such I a know. good day. I saw everyone. I'm like, I, I missed you. <laughs> Some I, of us switch, wish summer was longer. <laughs> everyone. But, you know, it was good to see you guys again, too. Right. So great. Second year. Do you feel any different starting second year? I feel older. And wiser? And wiser. I feel smarter. I feel like the cool kid now. <laughs> I know, right? That, I feel like I feel seniority. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, when I first like the contrast difference between first day of first year and first day of second year is completely different. Right. I was like totally chill. I was late first day of second year and I Again. didn't even care. You were late <laughs> yesterday. Oh wait. I and didn't first come year. I didn't come the first two hours <laughs> you yesterday. You know what though, Busha? Like, I heard like every year some day. super successful people are always late, like Oprah Winfrey. I mean, there I guess go. I'm <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> I guess I'm going to be super successful then, right? That's what the data shows. We are scientists after all. <laughs> we're so, so excited that you're listening to our show. And we're really happy to be a part of your this journey with you. Please, please, please make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Super simple. It'll be on your phone. Listen to it when you're driving home, driving here. Don't want to listen to your friends talking to you. No, just kidding. Anything of that sort. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>